This is Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill, and I listen to the Fun Belt Podcast. This is the Fun Belt Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Folks, the Dusty Thibodeau of Warhawk Report, Jeremy Harper of Howl Razor, and Shane Metlin of the Daily News Record. I think it's potentially a very good week for the Sun Belt. But I'm just kind of going off on a random rant. It, it's it's just frustrating. It, it's... <laughs> Uh. Guys, welcome back to the show. Man, you guys are looking great, fit, rested. It's almost like you guys have been working out or eating well. I mean, I maybe you took a Linton vow of not eating fast food or giving up some alcohol or something to that effect. Guys, explain why you guys look so good. Well, I haven't done any of those things that you just mentioned. I turned I on a camera so you can actually see me. I got hair cut, so I feel pretty good about myself. Guys, welcome back to the show. You know, it's kind of exciting in the Sun Belt. We just completed the track and field competition, the indoors, and my Arkansas State Red Wolves swept it for the fifth straight year, the men and the women. Congratulations to my Red Wolves. Way to go, Coach Matt Fining. Uh, that's a program that is just, just doing – Really well at Arkansas State. We can. Is that count. better though, Jeremy? Yeah, okay. Than Arkansas State baseball getting a weekend opening sweep over the mighty Omaha. Oh God! Don't make <clears throat> me care about Arkansas State baseball. I, I don't want to care. I've been hurt so many times. But let me tell you this: three and zero. One. They they four and zero. They just won. Uh, 10 to 0 against UAPB. That's the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. So 4 0. Uh, I, they're trying to drag me back in, Dusty. Dusty, I saw that ULM beat uh, Grambling, or at least was beating Grambling the last time I checked. Run rolled. Yeah, okay. back to the G Town. Well done. And Shane, I could not help but to notice that James Madison, although they went only one for, what was it? They won one out of four games. But it yep. was against number three University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. Always a tough place to pick up a game. Congratulations to James Madison for that. I'm sure that had Arkansas fans gritting their teeth, which I always enjoy. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, when Jamie went down there, I think everybody was saying, "Hey, if they get one, call it a good call it a good series." Then yeah, they, did. they put out the graphic with the bacon and everything, <laughs> and it was nice. It was good. Good for good for you guys. Everybody else, I, f- I feel like I, I saw that uh, the Cajuns they were they were beaten up on on uh, on Louisiana Tech. I think I saw that today. McNeese State, but oh, was well, it McNeese State? Maybe it's a softball team that might be playing. Softball beat Louisiana Tech, which okay. is always a great. Right. That's what I was looking at, and then I saw that uh, <laughs> Georgia State got obliterated by Georgia today. But you know that that might be a thing. Bet Online, which is my favorite betting platform, continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team and remember to use promo, co- promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, 
for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, the game starts here. We need to talk about Georgia State, by the way, Dusty. Can we talk about Georgia State for just a little bit? Uh, what happened if, to Georgia if, State? If, if, if you don't have a head coach, you're, you're not on our radar, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> no head coach. They elevate the strength coach. It's an interim head coach. Somebody try to explain to me, well, he's with the players all the time at this time of the season. I'm like, yeah, but don't they have an OC, a DC? If I'm not, if I'm like a, the defensive coordinator, and I find out that the the inter, the, the the interim head coach is the strength coach, I, I'm a little irritated with that. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in Atlanta. I'm not there for that. Seems a little weird. Saw that the NCAA granted them some kind of waiver so they can push back their spring. Just like, just like in the COVID era, we are now paused at Georgia. Oh, yeah, paused. They are paused. They are in a state of pause. It's just it a, a little weird. Yeah. It's a little weird, but I mean, all they're going to do until they bring in a new coach is lift weights and run. So you might as well let the guy do it. I don't know. I just, it just seems like just for, for internal politics, you would have named, you know, one of those, the, the OC or the DC special teams coach, runnings back coach. <laughs> Any coach that was there, I don't know. But, yeah, Sean Clark, from what I understand, guys, has family in, uh, in what, what is it? Not Conway, South Carolina. Uh, Columbia. Columbia, yes. Has has family in Columbia. Has, has been traveling back and forth there ever since he became head coach at Georgia State. Finally got an opportunity to go back. Okay, it's just wild, wild, wild timing. But he also yeah. implied uh -huh. that another reason that he was willing to kind of give up the head coaching post, while I, I think family's probably the 80% of it, that yeah. other 20%, he definitely strongly implied that it's it's not a fair fight for these G5 schools with the mm -hmm. NIL, the transfer portal, that every time you have a decent player, somebody's dangling a carrot in, in front of them and they're leaving your program. I mean, you look at Marcus Carroll that, what, is now at Missouri you have uh, the receiver, Robert Lewis, who's now at Auburn. It's just time and time again that we're seeing the P5 snatch up the G5 because they can pay a little bit better and give them a little bit better exposure than what they get in the G5. And and I agree with, with Sean Elliott, mostly because he's bigger than us and he'll roid rage and, and come after us. He but but I, I feel like he has a legitimate complaint that it, it's it's almost time to wave the white flag. That the, the G5 cannot compete with the P5, especially when it comes to this wide-open NIL that we're all well, facing. Well, Yahoo Sports did a really nice, well, actually, a depressing as hell write-up. I think include it might include Sean Clark. It did include several Sunbelt coaches, and they all pretty much said the same thing. Listen, we're, we're fighting an uphill battle, battle here. You know, you get a guy who plays well as a freshman – we don't expect to keep him any more than another year because he's going to be gone. And that is what, what that has done is it's regulated uh, the G5 and the Sun Belt as sort of a farm system. Now, the article went on to say hey, it's not just, you know, the G5 that finds themselves poached. Look at Washington, for instance. You know, they, they, they get to the, uh, they get to the uh, college <laughs> football playoff game, you know, the, the ultimate banana and now they're just just decimated, right? So it's not. I guess it's not just the group of five, but for the most part, it's the group of five being picked on. I don't. I'm actually getting a little sick of hearing the coaches like use this as an excuse. I mean, 
there are guys, there are coaches at G5 programs who figure it out and they figure out how to use the portal mm-hmm. to their advantage. And yeah, Google him. He can, he knows how to win, Shane. Yeah, well, I mean, that's an example. <laughs> but I mean, but, you know, not everybody who goes to these Power Five programs ends up playing as much as they think they should. And some of them transfer down. I mean, it, it goes both ways. And, you know, for the most part, I mean, we did see Jamie Chadwell kind of making these comments and stuff, but for the most part, the ones who are complaining about this are not the ones who are winning their leagues and are not the ones who, you know, the Sun Belt had plenty of power five upsets once yeah. again. See, and, the and those argument- aren't really, and those aren't necessarily the coaches that are making these complaints. I, I kind of feel like, you know, football, basketball, everything else, you know, the ones who can figure it out are the ones who are going to win and the ones who don't are either going to get fired or they're going to move on to other jobs. You know, Shane, I, I hear what you're saying about the whining because, yeah, it does sound like sour grapes or not sour grapes. It sounds like throwing the white flag. I get that. Oh, no, I got to deal with a new system. Boo-hoo. I think I'll take a coordinator's job at the SEC. I get that. I do. But I will say this about one comment you made about it works both ways. The stars are the ones that leave the G5, the stars of the G5. The, the ones we get from the Power Fives are the malcontents. They are the guys that are upset, are angry, are not getting their playing time. They feel like they've been un, in, in unjust moments. And they could be talented players, but they're, you're not seeing the star quarterback from Alabama transferring to Georgia Southern. It's just not happening. But you will find that vice versa. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's fair to say that they're all malcontents, though. I mean, it's just we we've kind of gotten to an era where everybody knows there's a play, there's an opportunity to play somewhere, and you know, if you're the third string quarterback behind two potential all conference guys, you can move on, and you might be a really good kid, and you might be a really good player, and. You know, we've seen two guys system makes such a huge difference for so many players. Like, I don't know if that's always like makes you a malcontent. If you just see that yourself thriving under a different coach. And I mean, <clears throat> I just think they're guys, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, you know, we saw Texas state have a good success with a, with a guy who was in that situation. I don't we we can talk again about what they did after that, but uh, you know, I think <laughs> I think there is an opportunity for coaches who really want to get into it and really want to like do their research, dig into the guys who are in the portal. I think there's opportunities for G five coaches to do it. It's just harder and it's more work and it's a different it's a different type of game than maybe they wanted to get into when they started coaching, but it's not impossible. Yeah, I think that Yahoo article had said something. I think it was Will um, Will Hall from Southern Miss that they spoke at length about, and he was talking about he felt like he wasn't doing any coaching. Like like ninety percent of his job now was reassuring the fan base or soliciting uh, donations from boosters. Or, or that kind of thing. I don't know if that's true or not, but that might be across the board. I mean, that's why maybe you get uh, a guy like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, oh gosh, Nick, uh, Nick Saban 
retiring, or maybe that's why you get it. Some of these guys that are leaving for the NFL. But at the same time, you know, Will Hall talks about things like that, but how devastating would it have been if Frank Gore Jr. goes to Mississippi State, goes to Ole Miss, Auburn, Alabama, wherever, that's still kind of within that region. It's going to make him look bad that he can't raise the funds. He can't do the same things as these P5s, even though there's a lot deeper pockets at Ole Miss than there are at Southern Miss. I hate to say that, but it's true. There's a lot more money going on there in Oxford. But he did keep Frank Gore around until he was ready to go to the NFL. And where's he been getting his quarterbacks from? I mean, (laughs) you know? Yeah, but have those quarterbacks worked out? No, not necessarily, but I mean... Frank Gore was the quarterback. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's true. Well, all right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get kind of what you're saying is that you quarterback to me is... That is sort of an interesting... uh, I don't know if it's a difference, but... But, but but because quarterback, there's only one position that a quarterback can play, and that is quarterback, and there's only one on the team. I, the transfer portal, to me, makes a lot more sense for them. But yeah. then, but for some of these other guys, wide receivers, offensive linemen, cornerbacks, whatever that you're going to have out there, it, it, is, it does feel like it, who's ever going to pay me the most, bring me on. If I'm going to be third string, that's fine. But I get a condo, I get a car. I get 100k or whatever. Why? Why, why would I want to have anything less at a, a G5? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I it's it's kind of hard to to parse what is true and what's just a gripe. I think different people have different priorities, and it goes for coaches. It goes for players. Goes for the president of the school. What they want to do with their athletic departments, like, and I think you'll see probably over time people find the place that meets their priorities. And if it's whether, you know, if it's, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars and have a free apartment, or if it's, I want to be the starting quarterback or start starting safety or whatever. I mean, or if I want to be a head coach or I just want to make the same amount of money and not have the same responsibilities, the G fives are going to have to find the guys that fit. Yep where they're at and they i think they exist but i think it's going to be a bigger challenge to find the right guys now speaking of the right guys oh this is a horrible segue go for it you know what i was going to talk about basketball dusty but maybe we should bring in our guest instead i don't know dusty what do you think dusty you're the leader of the group tell us what we should do next well it's a it's a guy that you know very well could be in this conversation of Uh, of Having a phenomenal freshman year, yes. and if he can do it again in the sophomore year, would he stay? Is, is somebody going to dangle that carrot in front of him? No. And, and he'll be leaving Jonesboro for the greener pastures of maybe Fayetteville, yeah. maybe could, Memphis, sure, maybe Knoxville. Who knows? Yeah, could be anywhere. Uh, you know, we've got a guest today. He doesn't need any introduction, but I'm going to give him some introduction anyway, Tibbs. Uh, he is the uh, Sunbelt Freshman of the Year. He came in uh, uh, as a starter for the Arkansas State Red Wolves. I believe it was the third game of the season. Fourth. Was it, was it third or fourth? Fourth. fourth. Okay. I should, it was Stony Brook. No, nah, I didn't start Stony Brook. 
Oh, oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get that corrected. Yeah. That's awesome for a super fan like Jeremy to know all these factual I don't, I don't details. Know any facts. You're lucky I didn't call you Jason. 17 t- touchdowns through the air, five on the ground. Again, the freshman uh, player of the year for the Sun Belt, Jalen Rayner of Arkansas State. Jalen, welcome to the show. What have you been doing in the offseason? I appreciate you for having me, but um, really just grinding in the weight room, um, trying to get bigger, faster, stronger, and then, of course, attacking okay. in the classroom. So, you know, you, you start the season, there's two guys ahead of you. Did you anticipate that at some point in the 2023 season you would end up in, in the huddle? Um, I prepared to be able to take the role, but always I wasn't sure, but just preparing like I was going to be the starter every every day. So, yeah. But you had a great high school career in North Carolina, did a lot of great things. You come to Arkansas State, come to Jonesboro, you get thrust into the starting lineup. You're the starting quarterback now. How is the high school game different from the college game? Um, definitely just the speed of the game and the knowledge, the the knowledge separation from uh, it's a big step from high school to college, just knowing the ins and outs of the defenses, um, the ins and outs of every play on offense, what each player has to do. So um, I'll say definitely the speed of the game and just the amount of knowledge you have to have every play and the focus that it takes. I was watching your game uh, against Southern Miss, and you took off running down the middle. The play had broken up. I don't know if it was a design play or not. You, you ran up the middle, and uh, uh, Jay uh, Stanley, mm-hmm. the, the outstanding safety for Southern Miss, comes up to greet you, and you laid a lick on him. You knocked him on his butt. What did Butch Jones think about that? Um, it was definitely more of Coach Heck, I would say. My uh, quarterback coach, was he was just letting me know, like, um, endurance and durability. This, that's, like, one of his sayings, like, your best your best um, weapon is to be available. So. so you're in the huddle for the first time. I know that you've been studying the game, getting ready for that week four appearance. You know the playbook. When the offensive coordinator or whoever brings in the play, they relay it in, do you kind of go, oh, geez, I have no idea what that means? Or, or, or were you prepared and you were like, yeah, let's go, man, we're doing this? Yeah, definitely I was I was prepared. Um, I would say me coming early last January instead of coming in the summer when uh, most freshmen do, I feel like that gave me a big jump and head start to be comfortable to where I was able to lead the team. Yeah, you go I, out on top. Hey, before you go in on that, I do have a yeah. question about you coming in during the spring. That spring game, Jalen, how old were you? 18. Okay, I thought maybe you were still 17 at that time, which I thought was completely insane and nuts. Yeah. Go on, Tibbs. I'm sorry to interrupt. No. So, you, I mean, we all know you had the great freshman year, freshman of the year. You beat ULM, of course. I was there in tears, interviewing you yeah. post-game. But – what do you do to kind of take that next step for next year? Or or do you even kind of have maybe that fear in the back of your mind of like, oh, man, everyone talks about the sophomore slump. You know, am, am I going to fall into it or am I going to keep propelling myself forward? Um, definitely. It's a big focus on the mental part of my game. Um, just being able to be like a CEO quarterback, knowing the ins and outs of the whole entire playbook and being able to solve problems on the fly just like that. 
So I feel like just improving the mental game, being mentally stronger, and then, of course, putting it together in the weight room as well and just becoming more and more connected with my teammates. Speaking of your teammates, uh, was there a veteran on the team, somebody that sort of uh, you relied on to sort of show you the ropes and, and get you focused on the games? Is, was there somebody in particular? Um, definitely the quarterback room as a whole, we were super tight knit. Um, Jackson Daly, JT Shroud, William Pritchard, we were all super tight and we helped each other and we competed every, every day to get each other better and make ourselves better. So we all helped each other and I'm, I'm very appreciative to them. Pritchard, that was, that's his real hair color, right? Yeah, that is for sure. <laughs> He's a flaming redhead. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Another question I had for you was uh, for the 2023 season. Can you tell me what was your uh, most disappointing game and what was your most exciting game? Most disappointing? Um, um, I, that's a few games I'm very disappointed in, but I guess I would say uh, the bowl game, I, I'm going to put two, the bowl game and Coastal for sure. Oh, okay, yeah, that was a good game in Coastal, but yeah, it slipped away, didn't it? Yeah, it did. was he offsides in, in in the bowl game? Was he offsides? Was he offsides? No, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I did, think how, ready to go get some referees after that one. But how many times did you watch the play going? Eh, maybe, maybe. No, nah, nah, he wasn't. No, nah, there was no maybe. No, nah, it wasn't. No maybe. I it know was there wasn't. Egregious error that people should have been arrested for that. <laughs> so upcoming. <laughs> Obviously, this year, the sophomore year, more importantly than anything you get to do on the field, come July, we all get to be Jalen Rayner as quarterback in the new NCAA football game. Oh, How wow. exciting is that that, you know, you made it. You're going to be in electronic history for forever and ever. That's super crazy. I just saw the um, official teaser this morning, and I was like, shoot, finally. But um it's just like, I don't know. It's crazy to think about. I used to play the um, NCAA 14 and 13 all the time on the Xbox, so it's very cool. Now, we talked to the guys that uh, that run the uh, Arkansas State um, uh, video game. Oh, gosh, what's it called, Tibbs? E-gaming. Yeah, eSports, the eSports guys. And they want to challenge you guys to some of that. Are you, you up for that? Of course. Always. <laughs> They challenged Butch Jones, too, so you need to get Butch out there, too. Yeah, I got to get him on Madden, practice a little bit. So uh, either the, the practice starts in a couple weeks. I think the spring game is the 20th. You had a great season, your freshman of the year. Everybody knows you got game, but are there elements to your game that you want to make improvements on heading into the season? Definitely, like I said, the mental part, but um, just just little things with my throwing mechanics, just being more consistent with my footwork, and just it's a lot of little details, but I'm always working to improve those every day. Did you guys take it too far against Texas State? No. Put a foot on the gas pedal. Oh, so next year you open up with Central Arkansas, which is a – Sugar Bears. Yeah, 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 the Purple Bears. In-state antagonist to us. And then you open up, and then you you spend the next week in Michigan against the 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 national champions. Is that even on your mind right now? No, right now it's just getting better each day, focusing on the team ourselves. So you also have one of the better uh, recruiting 
Arkansas State had one of the better recruiting. Again, Arkansas State's always good with the recruiting, especially the last three years. Jalen, have you seen some of the new guys come in yet, and have you welcomed them aboard? Definitely. I think everybody that's came since January, they fit in pretty good. Um, They're getting used to everything, so it's just like they were already here from the start, so we're rolling. Now, is it weightlifting season? Is everybody in the gym right now? Yes, definitely. How's that atmosphere? Is it just as competitive in the weight room as it is on the gridiron, or is it is it more of a support group in the weight room? Uh, I'll say it's a it's a mixture of both. Um, actually, today we had max speed and velocity day, and then we had like max vertical day, so it was super electric. Everybody was hyped up, so it was a lot of fun. When you look coming up, the NFL Combine, what's the better event that that you think about? Is it the offensive lineman shuttle run or the offensive lineman 40-yard dash? I'd say 40 for sure. <laughs> when, when is it? When is the offensive lineman going to run 40 yards? And if so, it, it's a bad day on the field, right? Yeah, that probably a turnover or something. I but, saw Jake, I saw Jacob Bear run a, a, a 40 yards to help somebody into the end zone last year. So that I, I feel like Jacob – by the way, Jacob Bear, as he cut that uh, – Nah, it's nah, flowing even more now. Is that where he gets his power? I think so. All right, great. So uh, this year, do you have any uh, uh, predictions for what Jalen Rayner numbers might look like? Um, really, just trying to get to the conference championship. That's my main goal. Is there anybody in the NFL that you look at and go, that's my game right there, that's who I am? Um, just like a complete comparison. I'm not sure, to be honest, but. Uh, I take a little bit from a lot of people's games. I like Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, of course, um, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. It's it's a lot of great quarterbacks in the in the league right now. So it's a it's a good time to um, watch quarterbacks. Well, Mahomes is great, but I think he deliver harder hits than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, he slides, man. He knows how to protect himself. Yeah, he, he does lower the shoulder. I, I think I think he made a lot of friends in the stands when he did that. <laughs> You looked around the league this year. We all thought coming into the season it was going to be Texas State in the West, but with that whole shakeup of their roster, it might be Jonesboro that that that's seeing the eyes of of that top spot in the Sun Belt West. Do y'all kind of look at that and say we finally made it, and and now we got to go out and prove it, or is it that we still got to prove ourselves to get there and and show everybody that we should be number one? Uh, I think it's more of proving it to ourselves each and every day, just coming in to work, but also just knowing that we're kind of building on last year. We're more mature. We got a lot of returners. So I think just being that more mature team, building off what we had from last year and having momentum, we'll we'll do what we got to do. Yeah, I don't want to put you on the spot because you got to be friends with everybody on the offense and on the defense, but especially guys around you. Who do you see having a big season this year? Mm -hmm. Besides Jalen Rayner, we know he's gonna help. Um, I feel like it's gonna be a monster year for everyone, to be honest. But uh, definitely, just the way the running backs work in the in the weight room, speed work, everything, and then the receivers. I don't know. It's gonna. I don't know. Everybody, to be honest. Oh uh, yeah, that's it's hard to point a certain person out. See, I was trying to get you in trouble, and you worked your way right out of that. It was like you avoided the rush. And you completed the pass. Well done. 
<laughs> so Butch Jones, how is he these days? Is he relaxed? Is he comfortable? Yeah, he's great. He says uh, February is probably his favorite month without really favorite. I mean, without recruiting and stuff. So he's good. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Is he really a fiend when it comes to limiting your bread intake? Because he seems like a guy who kind of hovers around guys when they're at the buffet, and he's like, "You don't want those breadsticks. Maybe, maybe stick with the lean protein." Um, he had to sometimes uh, when we were at the bowl site. With a few of the O linemen, so well, he's not he's not too bad. Did you guys have a good time at the bowl game? Yeah, it was super fun. Just wish we could have finished it out the right way. Let me ask you this: Was it weird playing in the morning like that? Mm-mm. Okay, nah, it, was a, it was a little strange. It was like yeah. man, it was kind of warm though to be it, in December. Yeah, it was kind of warm, but it was a, it was a, it was a beautiful day. It was nice, it was. but yeah, I had to take off the old sweatshirt. And then I got really heated at the end. I, I don't want to bring that up again. But, uh, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, you had a good game. That was a lot of fun. You know, it was just for funs and giggles. But this year's for all the marbles, Jalen. Uh, uh-huh. it's, it's time to – I think a lot of people have high expectations for Arkansas State. Does that put any pressure on you at all, or do you just put your head down and do what you can do? Um, like I said, I just try to focus on getting better every day, not really worried about all the media and all the everything, just, just focusing on the team right now. First time through the league, what was your favorite place to travel to and your least favorite? Favorite place. Um, okay, okay. Let me think a little bit. All right, my least favorite, probably um, Monroe. We drove that <laughs> game. We drove that game, too. So it was, we was all, all on the bus, legs hurting and stuff. Favorite place to travel to? Hmm. I would say probably Oklahoma, even though it didn't turn out good at all. Just the atmosphere and being like to see how that is. It was it was a good experience. Yeah, Butch Jones talks about that game a lot. You know, he mm-hmm. brings it up at press conferences. He'll You'll talk about how the score was was you know disproportionate, mm-hmm. how the team didn't respond. What was the team's attitude after that game? It really could have been despondent. How was it? I think it, that game definitely brought us together even more than people realize. Like after that game, we, as soon as we got off the bus from the plane, we went straight to the weight room, had a team lift and everything. And I just felt like, I feel like that game kind of brought us together and kind of shaped who we were going to be for the rest of the season. Now I'm expecting you guys to beat uh, uh, Michigan, so you don't have to respond to that. But that's like, that is my expectation yep. as Arkansas State fan. So you guys go ahead and make that game plan. Gosh. I'm going to put the W next to the to the game, and that's where it's going to be. So, Tim, you got any more questions for the Sun Belt Freshman of the Year? I don't. He he's uh, he's off the hot seat. <laughs> thank you jalen we really do appreciate you being on the show i know you got a lot better things to do but uh, which includes getting in that weight room and getting stronger and quicker we will see you I, well i know i will see you at the spring game so see yes, you soon. i appreciate y'all now that we talked to the reigning freshman of the year we shift gears back to basketball yeah. where guys i told you Yes. That the Raging Cajuns, even though people on the X, people in our DMs, people in our email box don't believe it, the Raging Cajuns sit in fourth place right now, which gives them the double buy. 
in Pensacola. Now, don't get me wrong. App State and Troy are still sitting atop. App State at, at the top. Troy tied for second with James Madison, a team that I legit thought was going to be out of the running, but they've kind of resurfaced. But I'm telling you, watch the Cajuns there. And also, Old Dominion's going to play spoiler to somebody late in the year. First of all, I've been on your, I've been on that bandwagon with you with the Cajuns. I saw them in person play at Arkansas State. Those guys are really good uh, with Contenga in the middle, and the guys on the outside making shots. Uh, Kobe, uh, Kobe, what's his name? <laughs> Suddenly forget his name. Just ma- doing the outside magic. He is awesome. I think that uh, I was a little disappointed, Dusty that they could not close escrow against Appalachian State in Boone. I know it's hard to, to, to finish it. Finish it's a Boone magic. <laughs> and they were winning. They were looking good. I think even the coach for uh, – who, who's our coach for uh, for the Cajuns? Bobby Marlin. Bar- yeah, yeah, Bobby. Marlin. He, was, he was talking big at halftime. He was like, yeah, we played in tougher places before. This is no big deal. <laughs> and then, of course, it happened, yeah. Yeah, that's my biggest issue probably with Louisiana when it comes to maybe picking them as, I don't know if finishing fourth even makes you a dark horse, but it, we'll, we'll probably get to that in a couple of weeks making our picks. But that's probably my biggest concern about picking them as, you know, one of those outside of the top three picks to win the Sun Belt is they've played the best teams in the league and they haven't finished those games. They've been close games, but they're games where they looked like they were in control for a while and then they end up losing. And I think that's probably my biggest question mark about Louisiana right now is they've done it against Troy. They've done it against JMU. They've done it against app now on the road where they really looked like for the majority of that game, they were going to get a big time win in Boone and then just didn't finish it. Yeah, but we've seen that time and time again, that it, it's that Boone magic. Everybody has that great opening 10 minutes, that great first half, maybe even the great 30 minutes of it. But there's something about Dustin Kearns and his team that they turn on the afterburners and, and hand out L's. Oh, no. But I'm, but I'm saying Louisiana did sort of the same thing at home against JMU. And like they lost a tr- close game against Troy. They're just not finishing against the teams that are as talented as them. Yeah, Shay, I agree with that. You know that they are. They do seem to lack that that killer mentality at the end. Still, they're in that fourth spot. Uh, might, in my opinion, better than Troy. And here's the thing about Troy. I, I think you know Troy is a great rebounding team. In fact, I believe for offensive rebounds, I think they rank t- in top ten. I think they're tenth in the nation for rebounds, but they're not a great shooting team. And I, I think that when it comes to a team that's a little more complete. I really do think the Cajuns are more complete than Troy. But uh, I, I'm not a basketball guy. I don't know that for sure. I think still the cream of the crop, JMU and Appalachian State, it's their, it's pretty much their conference to lose right now. Uh, Dusty, do you agree with that? I, I'm, I'm taking App State to, to claim the title. James Madison's will finish third, Troy second, Cajuns fourth. Yeah. And as I said, Old Dominion, they're going to go on a run. I'm not saying what they're about Old Dominion. What, what about Old Dominion that you like, Dusty? It's just the magic of the powder blue. 
they have nothing to play for. They're six and twenty-one. There's yeah. no way in hell they're going to any postseason tournament unless somehow hell freezes over and they go on this magic run in Pensacola. But they uh, they know their role. They know to play the spoiler role, and they're going to do that because what else do you have to play for other than when you beat these teams that you're not supposed to be hanging with mm-hmm. late in the season? So who do you think? Oh, all right, I'm going to name three teams, Shane. Who among okay. these three do you think are the biggest potentials to be spoilers? Spoilers? You mean down the stretch of the regular season? Not that not this, but maybe in the tournament. And wait, does does anybody not make the tournament? Did they get at, pick kick out the first, the last no, two? They, no, we're all okay. one big happy yeah. family. Okay, so I'm going to say tournament. Then. Od, yeah, okay. I mean, I guess we're talking down the regular stretch of the regular season. I think Dusty's kind of onto something just because Ooh, okay. ODU's the team that gets two shots at app. And that Ooh. would be that would be the huge spoiler <laughs> yeah. situation. And you know, ODU's also a team where they're undersized, they're maybe not gonna go at App State underneath. Yeah. And so maybe they'll just shoot 53s in a game and make 20 of them. And like I don't know. I'm not saying that's gonna happen, but like to dust. If we're going with Dusty's theory here, like he, he can't have it both ways though, because if if ODU p- does play spoiler, then they're going to knock App down down a peg. So so we'll see Not what happens. But, loses. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. All right. Well, well, all right. What about Coastal Carolina? Dead. Dead. Okay. All right. Yeah. What about Texas State? Dead. Okay. What about the Warhawks? <sighs> <laughs> that was that was a big sigh. Like this is a, the 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 same team that competes and just can't quite get over the hump. And then other games where I don't even know if the team got off the bus. Like they're they're just getting pounded, and you don't know which team is going to show up. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's a night by night type of game that we're seeing from them. So what are they going to do down the stretch, Jeremy? I I don't know. Two teams that I think could show something: Georgia State and Southern Miss. Which one's more most likely to show something? Southern Miss. Southern oh. Miss because they're getting their guys back. That's right. Yeah. Now they got dinged up. Yeah, a couple uh, this weekend. I forget. I forget who they got dinged up against, but they got dinged up pretty good. But yeah, Cabello, Carbello. Is that that? This his name? Yeah. Yeah. He was back looking good. Uh, so, um, yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert, uh, something I haven't actually written yet, but I talked to Keith Gill yesterday. Wow. And talked a little, Wait, talked a little, breaking news from Shane. We got it. All right. Yeah, just talked a little bit about, you know, he's he's on the NCAA selection committee. Oh, so I talked to him a little bit about, you know, what he's allowed to do when it comes to lobbying for the Sun Belt as far as the NCAA selection committee goes. And he basically, you know, he has to recuse himself when they're actual in actual deliberations. But before they get to that point, there will be information sheets and things coming from the Sun Belt. And you know, one thing they're going to point out is, hey, James Madison, their only quote unquote bad loss is to Southern Miss, but Southern Miss didn't have Andre Curbelo <laughs> and some other guys. So it's like, you know, they're, they're on it and that's, 
I think that's one of the reasons why Southern Miss is kind of one of those teams that uh, is probably of all the teams that won't finish necessarily in the top four or five of the conference. They're probably the one who has a chance to make a real run. It'll be interesting to see these next four games who emerges as the dangerous Sunbelt tournament teams. So it'll be fun to watch. You guys checking out my Red Wolves by any chance? Have you been uh, been watching those guys? Some what? <laughs> Have you been watching my Red Wolves, Dusty? You been no. checking them out? No? no. Two big road wins this weekend. I don't know if you saw that. Troy and then South Alabama. I don't know if you've been checking that out. Maybe you should. Yeah. Winners of four of the last five. On no. the women's side, Jeremy. I don't. Wait, I don't want to talk about women's. No, it, it's still all all Marshall all the time. Thirteen and one. I think that they are two games away from locking up the regular season title. Chanda got her her Trojans back in the mix at eleven oh, and three okay. in second place. James Madison ten and four. Shane, is that a disappointing season for James Madison that they have four conference losses? And they got those two big Russians. How's this working out? They've Come only on. got one. I know you I keep coming up with extra Russians every time. We talk about that. All the time. <laughs> um, but I don't know if the record itself is that big of a disappointment. I think they probably expected three or four losses to be good enough to win the conference. I don't think anybody saw Marshall just running away with it like this. So, I mean, it's a disappointing. It's sort of disappointing who they've lost to, to some degree. Um, you know, losing at home to Georgia State, getting swept by Georgia State, I think is something that sticks in the sticks in Sean O'Regan's craw. But uh, I don't know if the overall record is that surprising or super disappointing. Jeremy, your Red Wolves, mm. second year head coach, Destiny Rogers, mm. six and eight, 13 and 12 overall. <laughs> Meeting expectations? Uh, not quite. And, but, you know, all right, everybody has excuses, right? And right now, Izzy Higginbottom, she has a she has a broken finger. So there's some problems with that. Lauren Pendleton, the reigning freshman of the year, is having some ankle problems. So the team isn't 100% healthy. But, yes, the team could be playing a little bit better right now. But, Dusty, let's talk about your uh, Warhawks. Are Sixth they- place right now. Yeah, was that disappointing because they seemed the expectations were pretty high. I said top five. No, they're no. right on the cusp. All right, they're getting they're there. Ripping up. They have back-to-back home games. They get Southern Miss on a Thursday night, and then this weekend it is the hottest team in the belt, Marshall, coming oh. to beat you in Coliseum before we get the gimme game next week against Arkansas State and closing <laughs> out against <laughs> Texas State. <laughs> well played, sir. So let me ask you this before before we move on from women's basketball. Who beat Marshall? Who's the one loss? Who was their one loss? It was JMU. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Well, the two big Russians must have come out. And... <laughs> <laughs> one big Russian. One big Russian. She's really good. Yeah. What is she like six eight, six, six, nine? She's she's six four, but okay, she's also she's hurt. Good. She's also hurt right now. So that that will make a big difference about uh, whether or not JMU is a real contender to win the win in Pensacola, I think. Oh, okay. All right. Well, are we still trying to go to Pensacola? Is there enough money in the petty cash? There's enough if you want to walk there that you can get some Slim Jims and a Sprite. <laughs> That's all the sustenance I need, brother. 
Yeah. Three undefeated teams in baseball currently. South Alabama, Arkansas State, Old Dominion. They have not updated yet. I know, Jeremy. South mm. Alabama, though, perfect 4-0. Arkansas State, you said 4-0. Oh, no. I guess I'll believe you. Old Dominion still listed at 3-0. Marshall, the winless, the homeless, 0-4, oh. thundering herd. I, when they get their facilities, I think it's going to give them the the edge that they need to get that program up and going. But for right now, it's it's still rough days for herd baseball. Yeah, I think their stadium is opening, right? But uh, it's been under snow recently. Oh, I wouldn't know what that is. We we don't have that white stuff. Down what here. is snow? <laughs> All we get is rain and mud in Arkansas at this time of year. I'm surprised we even played four games. Usually at this time, we're postponing games left and right. But yeah, Arkansas State 4 0. We're happy. Softball, no one's undefeated. No one's winless. James Madison, 8 and 1. South Alabama, 8 and 2. Troy, 9 and 4. The Cajuns, who were the preseason favorites, sitting at 6 and 5 right now. Arkansas State, they're so bad, they left them off the standings, Jeremy. I, I know. It's like they haven't even shown up. It's almost like they don't have a program, Dusty. So now we shift to plugs, promos, and parting shots. Shane, please give us a great parting shot. Uh, I felt like I had one. Come on. You got this, Shane. Well, we were talking earlier. This isn't even much of a parting shot. It's just a okay. conversation. But we were talking earlier about the great beers Ooh. of the Sun Belt. Yeah. And our yes. idea is to maybe do like a tasting episode at some point. Yeah. A very sophisticated tasting episode. So how many of you guys tried? Mm-hmm. Let's put this out there to our listeners to let us know. Hit us up on socials. Let us know which ones you like, which ones we should try. And where to get them, because if we're going to try to do this tasting episode, there's a few within driving distance of each yeah. of us probably, but you know, it's not like they're in our local grocery stores. So help us figure this out. Cause I think that sounds like a very good plan for, for each official beer of a Sunbelt school. Shane, well, I think what you're saying and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're asking our, our legions of fans to help us yeah. curate these 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 beers for us yeah tell us what you like and tell us where to get them because i know where to get the proud and true jmu Mm -hmm. beer i can pick up the odu one here in a couple weeks i'll be down that way i've had the herd lager i really like that yeah i have to pick it up next time i'm across the state line but some of them are going to be a little bit more difficult for us to pick up i think so i'm I'm asking for help is there a warhawks idea yeah i bet you have to like go into like a swamp, like in one of those like boats with a big fan on the back and like journey deep into like, like the, the swamp areas with the alligators and the mosquitoes. And you find this wooden shack and there's some old man making the beer and he gives it to you. Is this where I, I lay on the guilt trip of no, it's uh more <laughs> world war two honoring of general and everything he did to fight for our freedoms there, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh gosh, I feel awful. And I'm assuming since uh, there's no alcohol in Jonesboro that there's. Oh, no hey, wait. Well, uh, supposedly there is. I, 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 I let me do some research on that because yeah, Jeremy uh, runs it still. <laughs> That's right. Right out of my car. 
You know, my brother used to make his own wine at Arkansas State in his dorm room. No, uh, that's just grapes that fell behind everything, Jeremy. Oh, God, it was terrible. It was from grapes, man. He smashed them. In a big is this bin. toilet wine? Is this sort of like... Is, <laughs> it was almost like toilet wine. Is it, would, it, a, yeah, <laughs> it would give you a headache right behind your left eyeball. You'd be like, oh, I'm having an aneurysm. What is this? The, the was, Jonesboro State Penitentiary? Or? <laughs> it was. It was like prison wine. So on that note, Shane, the beers... I've I've had two of them. I've had some Bobcat Lager and of course the the Warhawk beer. Can't lie, I I, I definitely love some Bobcat Lager. It was uh, it was a pretty good beer. So uh, looking forward to seeing what else we can get our hands on across the Sun Belt. My plug promo a parting shot. I guess I'm done, guys. People people don't like my opinions, <gasps> and, and that was evident in DMs and emails to us. So uh, something about that. What was that? I, I guess my days are just numbered on the show. <laughs> Shane and I have been talking offline, and we might have to have a, a some hard decisions to make, Dusty. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, my parting shot is, uh, listen, all right. I think I, we mentioned this when we had our magic interview with Frank the Tank Fleming. Which is not on the show. It's, it's it's a separate. It's a bonus that you can find, that you can seek out. But uh, Arkansas State and Troy are having their rematch on Thursday night, and it is the first nationally televised game for Arkansas State basketball since 1997. Arkansas State has a player on this team, Freddie Hicks Jr. His dad, Freddie Hicks was a star player at Arkansas State in 1997, the last time the uh, national media, the na a national broadcast came to Arkansas State. And at the time, there was no I think that the crowd was about 7,000 people. The Convocation Center was rocking. It was a good time. And I implore everybody who is a fan of Arkansas State, who lives in Jonesboro and the surrounding area, Come down to Effin Bank Stadium, Effin Bank Arena, sorry, Thursday night. Let's put on a big show for ESPNU. Let everybody see what kind of program that we have. We're going to have Frank there. We're going to have some other guys there. It's going to be a blackout. Uh, there's going to be all sorts of, of wacky hijinks. Uh, $22 tickets for bottom roll, uh, bottom uh, bowl. I think, no, even better, two for 20 $2 tickets. So come on down. We're looking forward to seeing you. It should be a blast. We're going to kick Scott Cross's ass again. Didn't Lafayette beat you to the whole blackout theme, though? Oh, yeah, they always do. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.